0: Hey kids, this is me, IC Robots, and we're back for another super exciting, super fun episode of World's Famous. This time out, we're gonna, we're gonna open another MOTU. We're gonna go over the top five movies of the last year. It's gonna be great, but until we can get to that, Grandmaster Grandpa, kick that beat! Okay, IC Robot. Let's get this party started
1: right. Let's get this party started quickly. IC Robot Radio, the team in the streets.
0: This is me and we are back. Man, it has, uh, it has been raining like a mug here lately. If you guys, um, follow the news at all, you know that, I'm um, in, in lovely Northern California, yay, that we've, we have been racked with storms and rain and floods and all kinds of stuff. Now listen, your guy, your dude, your robots. I'm invincible, I made a steel. nothing happens to me, I'm fine, but, uh, there, there are people all over the place that got flooded out, and it's, uh, it's hard, man, it's hard, it's hard to see people in distress when, when, when you're fine, but, you know, such is life, I guess, sometimes you're gonna be up, sometimes you're gonna be down, but these, these rains have been, like, really spectacular, dude, I'm, I'm not even kidding, it's been storming, it has been windy, and I know you're thinking, like, hey, man, it rains everywhere, it rains all the time, and that is, that is definitely true, but we got, like, We got like, I'm gonna say, 55 inches of rain dropped in a period of like two days. I exaggerate, but I hope that you get the idea. It was, it was storming and windy to the point that like, my house was rattling. Like the entire, the entire house was rattling. Our front door blew open and it was locked. Now... It wasn't dead bolted. It was just like the standard lock, but it blew so hard the door flew open and slammed into the wall. It scared me to death. I thought we were getting home invaded. I had to run up there. My hands were up. I was getting ready to throw the dogs against some home invaders, but it turned out it was just the wind. Can't fight the wind, but I did try. I threw some. I threw some lefts, some rights, some uppercuts at the wind, but it just. Uh, it was just me half asleep punching into the air. If you can imagine that, but it was still. It was still pretty wild but I want you guys to uh want you guys to send some shout outs I want you guys to send some prayers to the uh, folks out there that got rained out there's there's this town called Gurnville it's a few towns over from us in, in in the West county they're they're on the river it's the the Russian River and they have been flooded out almost the entire town is underwater and it's like it's pretty drastic it got me got me thinking when they build houses like they should just like they should make them all just like five feet up. You know what I mean? Like, every house should have a foundation that's like four or five feet high, you know, just in case. Especially when you hear, like, these global warming issues and how the, uh, the coastal towns are all soon gonna be underwater. Why not just, like, why not just raise them up? Put them on stilts. Five, six, seven, eight, nine feet with, like, a big step that you have to go up. That's my, that's my solution to all these problems, but, uh, it's weird, man. We don't, we don't get a lot of rain around here. As you know, we've had, like, droughts and stuff. It does, it rains, but it seems like when it does rain, it pours. You know, shout out to Morton Salt. When it, when it rains, it really does come down hard. And man, it's, it's wild. Like I'm, I'm sleeping at night, I'm trying to sleep and like the, the, the wind is rocking the house. I feel like, I feel like one of the three pigs in my house is gonna get blown down. I swear I could feel the, I could feel the house swaying in the foundation. And it's like, it's like super scary. Cause when it's happening, you're thinking like, well, what can I do? What can I do? And honestly, there's like there's nothing you can do. You can't fight weather. You can't fight the heavens. You can't fight the skies. You can't fight the wind. You can't fight the rain. You can't fight any of the things which which I did try, which we just heard I was throwing uppercuts at the wind, but you can't you can't fight these things. All you can do is like hunker down and just like hope for the best. And the best did happen like while it's going on. It's pretty scary. It's pretty wild and you know, I'm a man. I'm a grown man. I don't I don't I don't get scared of get scared of things, I'm scared of nothing, I'm made of stone, I have no fear in my heart, but I gotta, I gotta admit, I, I felt something that was, that was close to fear, it was getting there, it was a little bit, maybe a little bit anxious, was, was what I would feel, I, I'm thinking, man, what are we gonna do if our house blows over, like, what if it just completely blows over, where am I gonna live, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll join the multitudes of homeless people on the streets of California, I guess, which isn't, which isn't ideal. is isn't ideal by any means. You're not going to get any world famous if your boy sleeping in the street because his house blew down. So consider that. Consider joining supportthereport.com. That's our Patreon. i gotta got to get some money banked away in case my house gets blown down, in case my house gets swept away, in case any of these things happen. And you know what? It can happen to anybody. So I, I advise you guys, be prepared. Be prepared for these eventualities. We we got, like, this big battery that we bought. It's kind of like a workplace battery, like, that you could plug tools in and stuff, just in case the uh, power goes out, which it didn't. Through all this, I got to give a shout-out. The power did not go out in any way, so that was good, but we had it just in case. We had our go-bags ready in case we had to flee. We had the car pointing out. That's important. When there is some kind of a disaster, back into your driveway... So you can just zip out your car. So you can just pull out, head and go. Because if if you gotta back out and everyone else is coming out, you're gonna you're gonna impede the progress of safety. This is this is something we learned during the fires. Always back in so you can go out straight. That's me with some advice. Icy Robots is here to help all you guys. Uh, that was weird, but it seems like it's over now. It's not raining at all today. There might be a little bit later, but I I checked the uh, 10-day forecast and there is no rain. Only only freezing cold weather. So let's, uh, let's hope we made it. Let's, uh, let's move forward. I got this motu that I, I'm still holding on for Christmas, and I want to open them up, and we shall do that right now. There's only one man who can strike fear in the hearts of the mutants. Only one man with the power to seize control of the tri-solar galaxy. No matter what it takes, only the most powerful man in the universe, E Man.
1: This is the Mo Two Minute with the man who sold Caldor the acid that burnt off his face. I
0: see robots. That's right, that's me. I see robots. The guy that sold that nitwit Kaldor the acid he dropped on his face when he was when he turned the bottle up to look at it and see how much was in there. It squirted out, turned him into Skeletor. That's that's a sad but true tale. So what I what I have right here in my hand is a guy that goes by the name of Mantana, the evil spy with the pop out eyes. He. He's red and blue. I, I, I hope you can't hear. I have a cough drop in my mouth right now. the The cold, wet winter months have given your guy a a bit of the allergies, and the the uh, it's giving me a little bit of a cough. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. But I, I do need a little mentholated stuff for me throat. So I, I apologize. Otherwise, I'd start coughing, and that's even worse because I wouldn't even edit it out. I'd leave it in. I would leave it in, and you guys would have to hear it, and you would. You would catch the illness by proxy, but let's let's take a look. Montana, the spy with the eye that pops out. His eyes really popped out. Modern posing, but retro play. He comes from Mattel. He's part of the wave that has He-Man, Montana, Pighead, who we opened up last episode, and Skeletor. Includes a comic book. Our guy Montana, I believe, is part of the horde, which is from Shira. Let's let's take a quick break, and then we will come back. Montana.
1: Mantenna is a fictional character in the animated television series Shira, Princess of Power. He is a member of the Evil Horde, villains of the Masters of the Universe franchise. He is an insectoid creature with four legs and pop-out antenna eyes. Mantenna can fire energy beams of different varieties from his eyes, such as stun beams,
0: gravity distortion beams, and freeze rays. Mantenna is a nervous stuttering imbecile mainly used for comic relief. It's it's not bad enough that like gravity distorting beams shoot out of his eyes. He's used for comic relief. The other guys in the horde make fun of him. I don't I don't know why you would put up with that. Our guy Mantana should in fact sign up with Shira. She would treat him nice. She would be polite. She would help him find some uh some ruby quartz lenses that would help the the beams for his eyes. Professor Professor X style. Let's let's just get into this right now. We're gonna. We're going to pull him off. The, the The figure is actually, the card is starting to come loose. The glue, the glue has fallen victim to the cold, much like my, my uh, cough and stuff, and it's, it's getting weak. Let's, let's get the comic. The comic is called The Horrors of Pighead. That's the one that we got last time, if I, if I remember correctly. Mantana, it, we're just going to yank him right off. Let's, let's just go for it. Let's give it a powerful yank. He broke in half. Uh, but they're they're meant to do so. Don't worry. But his legs, his legs came loose. But we're getting him. We got it. We got him off the card into the garbage. He goes to be, to be resorted at the uh, recycling bin. Let's let's put him back together. These guys, they're all actually modular. Their their limbs can come off. Their body parts can come off. And you could, if you were so inclined, make some cool customs out of these guys. How, how do you make his eyes pop out? All right, there is a. There's a button on the back of his skull and when you push it his eyes burst forth. You can hear it. It's actually quite cool. What is also what is also cool is he has four legs. Like a like I don't know what insect has four legs. I can't even think of one. Like a dog. How about that? That's 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 something we see every day. Shout out to dogs. But uh he's cool, man. Really neat details in his chest. He has like a Horde logo embossed on his front armor. He wears red armor with a little bit of orange on it. He has some nice red paint on his uh, boots. He has fins out of his legs. Are the legs identical to each other? Does he have like? It looks like he has two sets. You know, the the legs are the same, which is, which is one way to cut down. You do, you do lose a little bit by using four legs, instead of two. But you get to use the same legs twice. So there is that. He has, he has a crossbow. A lot of the guys in the horde use this same crossbow I think um, I think a lot most of them do honestly Hordak I know he has one I've seen this I've seen this many times it's kind of a neat neat little weapon because this part slides into this part and you can make it sort of like leap forward a little bit and it makes kind of a little little popping sound. do you hear that? opens up one more time one time for your mind. There we go. Let's, let's, uh, I'm sorry. Let's me, uh, Derek really got in my head on that episode when he talked about how worthless this segment was because you can't see it. And now, now it's all I can think of. Derek, you got in my brain, dude. You really, you really ruined this one. This, this one might go on the shelf for a while. Well, at least not for a couple of weeks because I got some more Motu stuff to open. But, um, I, I'm shook. I'm shook up. I hate it. It hurts. It hurts my heart. You've taken my confidence, Derek, with your. With your off the off offbeat shenanigans, your off uh, handed comments, listen to his... Right now, I'm overcompensating with, with the audio effects. You hear that? That's his eye, which is actually the sound of my beating heart as I look upon this beautiful figure that is Montana. Uh, let's let's stand him right here. We can all we can all imagine what he looks like. I really I really don't know what to say anymore ever since uh the Derek the Dude blew this one. Let's let's uh anything else we can think of. He has articulation elbows, shoulders. This is really, honestly, a very nice figure. His mouth is scary. It kind of, it looks like it's a circle with a bunch of uh, like lines coming out of it. Imagine like a spider, but if you if you if you you look closely, it's probably like a sucker. Like it probably inhales, and it's very very gross. His ears are gross. The eyes are definitely gross. They're bloodshot and they burst forth from his head like you're like you're choking him to death, and they shoot gravitational beams at your at your dome. Let's let's move forward. Derek, thanks for this. Take it away this week in Japanese League. Easy Robots Radio, the strongest
1: team in these states. Charge it. Charge it. This week in Japanese league baseball. Wow I see robots. I didn't realize that you were so hurt by my comments. I really like the segment dude. I was just trying to give you some constructive criticism. It was just a thought. You shouldn't let it take away your confidence. You are a good show host bro. I believe in you. Even if Tomek doesn't. Anyhow, over in the land of the rising sun. The Tokyo Giants have signed a major league prospect to an NPB contract and it's someone you may be familiar with. Steve Balboni Jr. The son of legendary Sasquatch hunter Steve Balboni, put ink to paper on a major contract worth a reported 125 million yen per year to play first base for the legendary Giants squad. Can Balboni Jr. fill the shoes of Giants legend Sadaharu Oh who also played first base and hit over 2,000 home runs? More than likely he cannot but we think he could hit maybe 800 home runs if he works hard and eats right. We wish him all the best. That was This Week in Japanese League Baseball. That was This Week in Japanese League Baseball.
0: Up next, the top 5 movies of 2022. Even though... Not like a ton of movies came out in the year of 22. We're still we're still dealing with the aftermath of the bug, and a lot of the movies that we saw came out were filmed during during the bug, and they have that bug movie feel. But it's still it's still nice to be back in the theater, and we're still having fun going to the movies. I love going to the movies, man. I go at least once a week. I think it's great. And during the during the whole time I was away, I was sad, and more than anything, I'm just just happy to be back in there eating popcorn, watching things, being in the dark, having a good time, and just, just enjoying life. What we, what we have ahead of us is the top five movies of the past year. These, these are the movies that I personally, I see robots, enjoyed the most of any movies that came out. These aren't necessarily the ones that I think are going to win the Oscar. These aren't the ones that I think uh, racked up the Golden Globes, the Critics' Choice or anything. These are just the ones that I went to and I had a good time watching and I I honestly more often than not when I go to the movies I I do have fun I'm not I am not the harshest of all the critics out there. I honestly very seldom dislike a movie. There was there was maybe only like one or two that I saw that I thought were clunkers at the theater. I I do find a lot of the online movies I see like Netflix and stuff aren't really aren't really all that great. But that could that could just be the fact that I'm sitting in my living room watching them when I feel like I should be. I would have more fun. But that's that's neither here nor there. Let's uh let's just jump into this. You know when you got a list, the best thing that you can do is just just list it, man. Just get jumping. So Derek. Thanks for that This Week in Baseball. What do we have out there at number
1: five? Number
0: five.
1: Bodies, bodies, bodies. Bro, I don't know about this one.
0: Really? Yeah, Derek. Really, I thought this one was a lot of fun. We saw bodies, bodies, bodies uh, at the downtown cinema, or did we see it at airport? I, I cannot recall. At any rate, this is a whodunit. The basic idea is there's a group of kids, a bunch of millennials, a bunch of bunch of you know those younger type kids are all in a big mansion during a hurricane. They're having a they're having a hurricane party, as it were. And then all of a sudden, one of them winds up dead, and everybody everybody thinks the other one did it. And to me, this movie. This movie was just so silly, and it was so much fun. It stars Pete Davidson, who is who is the one who gets croaked. So if you hate that guy, which a lot of people do, I think he's fine. I don't love him nor hate him. But if you if you hate him, he's gone. He's gone fairly early. And, and the rest of the characters, they kind of have these paranoid delusions about, did you do it? Did he do it? Did she do it? And things things go massively awry from there. This is this is an A24 film. If you listen to At The Movies with Icy Robots over at supportthereport.com, you know that I am a big fan of these these A twenty four movies, and this this was another one of them that I I really did enjoy. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm not I'm not super down with that millennial culture. I don't know what like all the all these like broccoli hair kids saying saying bussin' and no cap. I have no idea what they're doing, but this, this was just a fun movie nevertheless. It's kind of, it's kind of a spectacle. You're, you're watching all these, these, these numbskulls just like running around trying to figure out what's going on. Next thing you know, they're pointing guns at each other. Next thing you know, they're pointing knives at each other. People die. It's, it's wacky. Plus, it has my guy Lee Pace, who you might know from Pushing Daisies. He was, uh, he was in one of the most underrated TV shows of all the times in space. A show known as Halt and Catch Fire. He's in it. Our guy Pete Davidson is in it. Rachel Sennett, who who was really great in this movie called Shiva Girl. She's in it. If you haven't seen Shiva Girl, I, I really do recommend that one. I think it's playing on on the uh, Showtime or Cinemax right now as we as we speak. I am not I'm not sure where Bodies 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 is streaming at the moment. You can you can for sure go down and get it on Blu-ray. It's on Voodoo right now. It doesn't doesn't seem like it's on any of like the uh, the Netflix or anything, but my guess is that over time it will wind up on Showtime for whatever reason it seems like all the A24s wind up on Showtime. And when it does, I recommend that you check this one out. It's a lot more fun than you would expect. Derek, what is number 4? Number four,
1: jackass forever. This one was great. I saw it with Kyle and Big Daddy Craig. We almost threw up our Frankfurters,
0: bro. I know exactly what you mean. I almost threw up my hot dog as well. I saw this one at airport in Windsor, and there was there was one point where I was laughing so hard I almost fell out of my seat. I'm not kidding. This wasn't this wasn't like me trying to make a scene of myself. It was like. I was losing control laughing. There was just so many crazy things going on. And then they immediately cut to something disgusting. And I almost threw up. I was, like, in the throes of laughing. And then the vomit almost came up. This movie was just so great. I love Jackass. I, I think that it's, like, I just think it's a lot of fun. It really, it really uh, reminds me of the days of yore and just, like, being a goofy guy doing goofy stuff. And it's nice, it's nice to see that these goofy guys are now goofy old men still still doing goofy stuff and and they like the age and all these factors are one of the things addressed in the movie and it's really 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 great if you like jackass you will love this movie a lot if you don't you still might but you probably won't but this one this one came right at the perfect time there's still there still weren't a lot of like big movies out at the theater and i was just like i was i was dying it'd been like 2 years since i've seen a bunch of good movies and i was i was dying everybody Everybody had something that they were missing the most during the time of the bug. And for me, it was definitely movies, going to the movies. And it was just so nice to be back in the theater again, watching something cool like jackass forever. I I just, I have this like place in my heart for this movie because to me, this was really, this was really like going back to my beloved movie theater in full force. And I was just, I just had such a good time and I laughed so hard and it was it was just so cool. You got all the old jackass guys. You got your party boy. You got your, you got your danger, Aaron. You got your Johnny Knoxville. But then you got some new guys like the Dark Shark and all these, all these interesting new characters. And some of the stuff they came up with this one were just absolutely bananas. This movie is a lot of fun. I believe right now it is playing on Showtime. It's a, it's a Paramount movie, I believe. And I think that all the Paramounts go to Showtime. I think that Showtime is a is a paramount uh, company so it's there or on paramount plus would be my guess but go on your way to see this if you have if you have any interest in jackass definitely go see it but knowing what jackass is if you're a little wary of seeing guys doing disgusting things if you're seeing guys doing horribly dangerous things then avoid it but if you if you feel more like hey man it's your life do what you want then see it and you will have a good fun derek uh what's next <laughs> The
1: bastards of Inishirin. I didn't see that. Is it good?
0: Yeah man, it was it was really quite great. It's doing it's doing well in the award circuit, too. This one stars Colin Farrell. It's it's the tale of two men in the olden days of Ireland, and they've, they've been friends forever. They've been friends for years, and then one day the guy decides that he doesn't want to be friends with Colin Farrell any longer, and he doesn't want to be friends with him so bad that if Colin Farrell even speaks to him one time, he's going to get some uh some scissors, and he's going to cut his own finger off, and he's going to throw it at Colin Farrell, and every time Colin Farrell talks to him, He's gonna cut off another finger just to show how serious he is. This movie was, this movie was really great, dude. Honestly, if, like, that premise there doesn't, doesn't hook you into wanting to see it, I don't, I don't know what will. It was just absolutely, just absolutely fantastic. Farrell is turned into one of the best actors in the world. When, when Guy was first coming up, and he was kind of like a sex symbol type, and I, I don't know, man. He was in, like, Miami Vice and all these other all these other movies, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, into him, but over time, he's just, like, he's completely converted himself into a fantastic actor, like, seriously, one of the best, he had, he had a good year last year with this movie, he was in this movie after Yang, he was in the Batman, he really, he really is putting good work out there, you can't say enough about how good Colin Farrell is, Riley Coe is in this one as well, he's, super weird and super kooky but man this this is like a tale of a guy trying to ghost another guy in the olden days and it's just it was just really really terrific i believe that like right now it's playing on hbo and if you think that like if you think the fingers are the weirdest part of the movie i got to tell you they're only one of the many weird things that happens in this that this is just like, I don't know, it's just really really great. I I saw this one in Summerfield. We got some really nice popcorn with the real butter. That's the great thing about the RG Farty Theater over on Summerfield Road. They they use the real butter on the, the, pop the, pop the, pop the popcorn. Popcorn, pop, pop, I mean. pop the pop the popcorn. Corn. That real butter makes everything so much better. Popcorn, pop the pop the popcorn. That real butter makes everything so much better. I I guess there's probably like price differences or whatever that stopped them from using the real butter at the more mainstream cinemas but man I I got to say that flavor makes the whole thing worth the uh, 2 minute drive over to Summerfield it's so far away but it's all all worth it when you when you get there and plus they have the uh normal movie theater seats they don't have the reclining seats with the reservations and stuff it's still very old school very old style your guy when i go to the movies I just want to pick my seat when I'm there. I just want to go in, see what seat looks good, and I want to get it. And I, I just, I don't really dig the whole uh, like standing in line and then like they show you the thing and you got to pick your seat. I feel like, I feel like it slows down the whole roll. This is, this is my guess. They, they make the roll a little bit slower because they want you to buy them online, so eventually they can cut out box office people altogether and try to try to as a way to keep the prices down. I know you gotta, I know you gotta keep the prices down, but in I believe also that you have to try to fight automation as much as you can. Don't use the self checkout. Don't use these things. They're just trying to put they're trying to put poor schlubs out of work and being poor schlubs ourselves, we don't want to be out of work. So go see Bastards of Innishirin. Let's uh let's take a quick second. We're gonna hear a commercial from that and then we'll be back with the final two best movies of all the time in space that are involved with twenty twenty two. Call Sonny Larry. Didn't you and he used to be the best of friends?
1: We're still the best of friends. No, you're not. Who says we're not? Now, if I've done something to you, just you tell me so what I've done, done you. To you. When you didn't yeah, do
0: you up to one, I just don't like you no more. And if you don't stop bothering me, I have a set of shears at home. And each time you bother me from this day on, I'll take those shears, and I'll take one of me fingers off with them, and I'll give that finger to you until I have no fingers left. Does this make things clearer to you? Not
1: really, no. Would you not want him to have to do the one finger to see if he was bluffing like? No, we wouldn't. Because worse comes to worse, he can still play the fiddle with four fingers, I bet yeah Going back to your own guy now, party. I'm talking to me! The Bastards of Inishiran. Is it good? Aye, tis good. The, the bastards, bastards of Inishiran.
0: We now return you to the list. <laughs> Number two Nope
1: by Jordan Peele. Dude, this one was pretty good. I saw it with Tomek. He didn't like it though. The monkey reminded him of his pet monkey in Poland. He was triggered.
0: Oh man, that sucks. That sucks for Tomek, but I gotta I gotta say there is a scene with a very scary monkey in it, so if you're scared of monkeys, stay away from Nope. Nope is a man and his sister discover something sinister in the skies above their California house ranch, while the owner of a nearby theme park tries to profit from the mysterious otherworldly phenomenon. I I myself, I me, I see robots, I was trying to I was trying to think, like, what can I say about this movie without giving too much away? And I, I thought, well, let's just go over to the Tomates, Rotten Tomates, and we'll see what they have to say. And that is, in fact, what they had to say. The movie the movie is directed by Jordan Peele, and I, I liked this one a lot. I believe it is currently streaming on Paramount or Peacock. One of those two right now, so you can definitely go see it if you want. It stars Daniel Kaluuya. Kiki Palmer, Steve Yawn from uh, *Walking Dead*, Brandon Perea, Michael Wincott, and a few other, a few other notables that you might know. But man, this is this is to me the best of the three Jordan Peele movies. You got um, you got *Get Out*, and you got *Us*. I thought *Get Out* was better than *Us*, but I thought that *Nope* is better than *Get Out*. It's really, really good, man. It's a monster movie, and we all love those monsters. We love those Frankenstein's. We love those Draculas. We love those those zombies, those succubuses, and all those, all those various beasts, and this is, this is a good one, dude. This one stands up with any monster movie. It's very mysterious, it's very well written, very well acted, there's some amazing shots. There is one shot that I'm not even gonna say, but when you see it, you're gonna know the scene that I'm talking about, and it is crazy to the ultimate craziness level that is possible on the cinema. When I saw this, I, I did my best to try to avoid the trailers. When, when a movie is gonna have When a movie's gonna have some degree of mystery, I do my best to avoid the trailers, because I just, I want to be surprised. I want to go to the theater, and I just really want to feel surprised. And when I saw this, I was, I was surprised where it goes. I was pleasantly, happily surprised where it goes. And I, I recommend this one highly. If you already have the Peacock or the Paramount or whichever one it is, just go check it out, dude. I honestly feel like this is one of the all-timers as far as this this genre of stuff goes. Just really, really good stuff. Kiki Palmer's great. Danu Kalua is always great. We know this guy from Widows. We know this guy from Sicario. We know this guy from Get Out. He's he's a tremendous actor, man. And he's really, really great this one. In it, in it, his family is uh they are horse wranglers for Hollywood. When you have a movie with a horse, these are the guys that you get the horses from, and they stay with the horses, make sure everything's safe, and they they just handle that whole side of the operation. And uh, Daniel Kalua is, he's the one running the family business at the time. But he's also, he's very quiet. He's very taciturn, like, like like you see in farm people. Like you see in people who work by themselves. He works with horses all day. He doesn't work with people. He's not a super outgoing person. And usually our guy Kalua you know, he has a lot of charisma. He's really out there. He's really showing what he's got. And this one, very laid back, very different performance. Kiki Palmer is absolutely magnetic, I I don't know that I've ever seen her in anything before this, but uh, she's definitely a star on the rise. Our guy Steve Yoon, Glenn from Walking Dead, is great as usual. This dude's a really good actor. I'd love to see him land something dynamite, like like a lead. He landed a dynamite role in this one, but I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him be a lead. Our guy definitely has what it takes. So, without further ado, we're at that point where we are going to find out what did icy robots think was the best movie of the entire year of
1: 2022. Number one. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I saw that on Showtime. What was up with the Frankfurter fingers? This one was super weird, but good. Nice list, bro.
0: Yeah, Derek, this one, this one is super weird, but it's also super great. I feel, I feel like this movie goes... It goes beyond description. We're going to see what they had to say about it over on The Rotten Tomatoes. The film is hilarious and big-hearted, sci-fi action-packed adventure about an exhausted Chinese-American woman, Michelle Yeoh, who can't seem to finish her taxes. I guess I guess that explains it as well as anything, but this this is truly a multiverse of madness movie. I, I don't know what to say about this one. We saw it over at Summerfield. I just about fainted when it was over because it was so... It was so amazing, and I, I haven't been able to make myself watch any of it since because the experience of seeing it was so beautiful and so unique that I don't, I don't want to ruin it by by seeing it, and and I just, I just it was so perfect. I will, I will see it again for sure. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely will. But I, I, I just, I was so blown away by it. It was just so. When I go to the movies, I feel like the best thing that I can be is a surprise. Now, I don't mean like some kind of weird twist in the movie that doesn't make sense. What I mean is when I go see a movie and it just, it performs better. It's better than I could have imagined when it goes in a direction I never saw. A natural direction that I never saw. When it does something, when it does something believable but unexpected. And this whole thing is just another direction. It's believable but unexpected. It is so wild. It stars Michelle Yeoh, who won the Golden Globe, and then the co-star is our guy Short Round, a.k.a. K.U. Kwan, who I haven't seen in a long time, to be honest, and it's nice, it's nice to see our homie on the screen. It's, it's been a while since Indiana Jones. It's been a while since Goonies, and our guy is back as a leading man. He won the Golden Globe. I wouldn't be surprised if he won the Oscar. I would not be surprised if this movie won the Oscar overall. If you, if you ask me right now, right now, my Oscar picks are this. I think this one might win, but I also think that the Men's the, uh, Steve Spielberg movie could win. I think, I think Best Actor is probably going to go to Colin Farrell for The Bastards of Inisherin. I think that, I think that Best Female is going to be Michelle Yeoh. Best Supporting could very well be K.U. Kwan from, uh, this movie here, and I think that, I think Angela Bassett's probably going to get it for Best Supporting. I think it's, I think this year it's gonna it's gonna mirror the Golden Globes a lot, but I I think that everything, everywhere, all at once definitely, definitely, definitely has a chance to bring home some Oscars. It's it's delightfully bonkers, dude. It's really one of the craziest movies, if not the craziest movie I've ever seen at the theater, and that that says a lot. I kid you not. I've seen a lot of weird movies, and this might be the weirdest, coolest one I've ever seen at the movie theaters when it came out. Five Mike Hall of Fame, instantaneous Five Mike Hall of Fame which is something that never happens. I believe in the entire history of the show, we've got Jackass 4, this one, and then Baby Driver are the only instant five-mic Hall of Famers, and it's... it's deserved It's a very unique, very beautiful movie. Let's... let's see. There were other good films that came out this year. I don't want to... I don't want to slight anybody. I want to send some shout-outs to uh, The Batman. The Batman was great. I gave that one four-and-a-half mics. Why didn't it make the list this year? I... I find that Batman movies age poorly, and when I look ahead in the future and I see a Batman movie on my list, I always always feel a little embarrassed. Top Gun, our guy Mark Alley's number one movie of the year. Top Gun. I thought this one was great. I loved it. It was a return to big, big time movies at the theater. I thought it was great, but uh, just below that top five level. Let's see what else. Oh, Babylon. I saw that a couple weeks ago. I thought that was great. Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, Tale. Tale of Hollywood Pinocchio. I thought Pinocchio was awesome. That's on Netflix right now. Big big up to Netflix for actually putting a good movie on there once. I thought that was a ton of fun. Are there any any other four micers? I'm looking at the the good old movie list here. Oh, Elvis. Elvis was dynamite. If you haven't seen Elvis, go see Elvis. Definitely worth seeing Nightmare Alley. That was great. Um, well, I don't know. No, The Northman. The Northman was really cool. I think that one's on Paramount right now. It's, uh... Samuel Eggers' latest film. Very weird, very kooky stuff. If you... If you like hearing me talk about movies, I hope that you do. If you do, I do, from time to time, do a show over on Patreon called uh, At The Movies with Icy Robots, and this... This past year, I did a ton of them, and I I talk a lot about some of these movies I'm talking about right now, if you want to get a little more in-depth about it. I... I've been slacking on the At The Movies. I think... I think when I started that show, I was just so excited to be going to the movies again. I was just so excited that I put I put too much on my plate, and I, I I started this show, and it was a lot of fun. And just after a while, it got uh, it just got so hard to keep up with these. It got so hard, and I just I kind of fell off, and I apologize for that. I apologize for everything that I have ever done in my life. So there we go. This is the top five movies of the year. Fun year. A lot of good stuff. I enjoyed going to the movies almost every single time that I did, and I recommend that you do too. Movies have been there for you during your times of need, when you've been down, when you've been sad, when you needed to get picked up, when you needed to have some fun. The movie theater has been there for you, so all I can say is, be there for the movie theater. Go see a movie out of your house right now.
1: Easy Robots Radio, the strongest team
0: in these states all right everybody we're we're about to get up out of here but I, I just i wanted to finish off with 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 a tale a story really um really quick i recently i recently reconnected with a pal of mine from elementary school we'd seen each other on and off you know over the years but i i hadn't really like hung out with him and i'm not even kidding since like sixth grade but we we recently reconnected and we we've been going for uh, like hikes together on hikes once once a week, we'll meet up and we go and walk like three to three or four miles and it's you know, it's fun. it's nice we talk we re- we're reconnecting, which is which is always good. it's really it's healthy to have it's healthy to have good friends from from the old days. So we've been walking and over over the years, i I kind of like, you know, I fell off with a lot of people, not like, not like I wanted to, or not like I I forced it or anything, but like I I didn't do the greatest job of of staying connected with a lot of people that I knew from like elementary school and like junior high and stuff. And I've lived I lived in the same hometown forever, so I should I should know a lot more of these people. But I let them I just let them all fall to the side. That's that's my fault. So a lot of a lot of the time we spend hanging out is kind of it's kind of spent asking like, well, whatever happened to this guy or whatever happened to this guy, and I. I asked him about somebody that I had been wondering about for a long time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this now. It's been it's been on my mind for for years and years and years, and I finally I finally got the the question answered. One one day, it was in seventh grade, junior high school, Rinkin Valley Junior High. I was walking home, and I saw these guys, these rocker guys, you know, with like their their vests and their denim jackets and their feathered hair and stuff, and they were. They were, like totally harassing this dude that I went to school with, who dressed. He dressed like boy George, which was which was fashionable at the time, or so I thought. but they they were picking on dude, and it was really, It was really hard for me to understand because I I would get picked on, but it was because I was a doofus and I would see other doofuses get picked on. But this guy in the the Boy George gear seemed really cool to me. Like, I I would see Boy George on MTV and I was just like, I thought he looked cool. I thought that was what cool people dressed like. You know, he's on TV. He's a star. This This guy dressed like that and I was... I was really confused about the whole thing, so I I asked the kid I was walking home with. I'm like, why 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 are they picking on that guy? What that what's that about? And he's like, oh, that guy's gay. And I I had never heard the term gay before. I came from Illinois, and in Illinois things were really, they were really like kind of leave it to Beaver stuff. We didn't talk about any of these kind of things. I didn't even know what drugs were. I knew what nothing was when we moved here. Very. Very innocent. I had no idea what gay meant, and I said, "Oh, okay." And I, I kind of, I, I put it in the back of my head as one of those words that I that I was going to eventually try to figure out what it meant. Because he didn't want to ask, because then he seemed like even a bigger doofus. So I kind of, I filed it away in the do further research file. And over the years, you know, of course, I learned what being gay was, and I learned what all these things were. And I, I thought about this guy a lot. Like he. He kind of disappeared around that time. He, I don't know if he became homeschooled or I don't know, you know, I have no idea. But he was, he was always getting picked on by these rocker guys and he just sort of, he just sort of vanished. And I, I had always wondered what happened to this guy. So when I was, when I was hanging out with, with my pal, I knew that he knew a lot of people, very popular guy. And I asked him like, do you know what ever, ever happened to this guy? And he said, oh, he, uh, he killed himself he killed himself sophomore year of high school so it was only a couple of years after that and i don't i don't know how i i didn't know this but i was i was very oblivious to the the universe at large but i i was really really saddened to hear how how this turned out it really it really bothered me it really really bothered me and i'm still i'm still bothered by this guy this guy passing so young because people harassed him for for whatever I, I am a firm believer in this. I believe that everybody out there, more than anything in the world, they just want love. They want to love somebody and they want to be loved. That's all anybody wants. And to to look down upon another person because they like you, are also looking for love. They're looking for affection. They're looking for caring. And you 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 feel like for whatever reason that like the way they're doing it isn't isn't appropriate to you. I I just. I get so bothered by this. If 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 we've learned anything here at IC Robots Radio, the one tenet, if in all these hours I've spent in your ears talking, if any if anything I've ever said sticks, I would want it to be the lesson that everybody love everybody. E L E. That's that's the prime tenet here at at IC Robots Radio. Love is love, guys. Love is love. We I think that I think that it's just it's just so sad. It's just, this whole thing just bothers me so bad. I, I feel I feel terrible for this kid. I feel terrible for his parents. I'm sure I'm sure they're still hurt today. I couldn't I couldn't imagine the the pain of of having to go through that. And it's just it's all because he just uh, is just looking for love, like everyone else. He just wants some love. Just just wanted that love. Just wanted that affection, just like anybody else. And if uh, if if you're if you're the kind of person who doesn't doesn't like, just, like, looks down upon this kind of stuff, I, I don't know what to say, except ELE, man, everybody love everybody, people just want love, love is love, it's all, it's all the same, we all want the same thing, we just want to have love in our life, so please, please, uh, just go out of your way to, if you see something like this, if you see somebody getting harassed, if you see somebody getting picked on in any form, it's up to you to use your words to intercede. We need to protect people. We need to keep people safe. We need to we need to make the world a safer, happier place where people are free to love as they see fit. So just do what you think is right. If you if you feel like it, wear a pride shirt, wear a shirt with a rainbow on it. They make rainbow shirts for everything. I think I think pe- people seeing people with these shirts would would be helpful. And it it might seem silly, but like if people knew other people just were happy for them and approved of them seeking love and seeking life how they liked. I feel like, I just, I don't know, we just got to, we just got to normalize love, man. We just got to normalize love. Do what you can do. Just do what you can do. It's all, it's all very sad and it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart to think about this, this poor, this poor guy. Just, oh my gosh, just hurts my heart, guys. So with, with a saddened heart, we're going to, uh, we're going to get out of here. Just take this and do with it what you will. Just do with it what you will. Just remember, ELE, we all need love. Everybody wants love. Love is love. This is me, Isaac Robot, sending off, saying, if you don't like what's going on in the news, go out there and make some of your own. All right, I am um, hey, bringing organs. And you know i got to have that. Some people listen because they want a mystery. Some people listen, then say we're whack. But if they miss the show, they get the hollow jack. Now look at you by
1: Your slip, blow.
0: The That's right. The I see Robots Radio is a listener supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. supportthereport.com
1: Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall.
0: I don't think so. Incredible strength.
1: Oh, wow.